Hey, beautiful people. I'm Mila. Hey, y'all. I'm Monica. <laughs> and thanks for joining us. How are you doing this evening, sis? I am well, and I am thriving. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's always music to my ear. Um, it definitely lets me know that we can get this thing started. And this evening's episode, Monica. Yes, yes. You know, there, there's just no words for the realness. And so I, of course, am excited for everyone to hear to learn, you know, to take some notes, you know, to listen and go, wait, wait, somebody in my family, wait, wait, my, my best friend, someone's mm-hmm. going to need to hear this episode. Um, it is kind of one of the realest conversations we're having uh, for this holiday season. So in between football games and, you know, turkey um, and dressing or whatever you're not having, you know, tune in. Listen, this is this is a good one. So before we get started, how was your week? So how was your week, sis? Um, my week has been a week. I'm, you know, feeling a little under the weather. I think I pushed myself a little too much, but um, I went back to the acupuncture. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Noble with Noble Wellness. So that's the shout out for the black business. So you can get me right. I'm back on the schedule once a week. Okay. 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 Well, hey, that's always that's always something to be thankful for, mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, and then, you? you know, this week I, you know, it's been a, a interesting week. I will say, you know, anytime. So this week for me has been full of opportunities. You know, I say that when things get interesting, but there's so much to be grateful and thankful for in my situation. Uh, I just, you know, there really are no words. But um, I definitely am making sure that I continue with my self-care, especially during this holiday season when you're giving so much of yourself that it is easy to get run down, Um, which kind of, of course, leads us back to this week's episode. Uh, It is definitely all about celebrating, uh, talking about, embracing, learning about uh, family caregivers because this is national Family Caregivers Awareness Month. So we are really, really, you know, excited about that. Um, I know that we have had numerous guests that actually have been caregivers Mm -hmm. and kind of getting ready to start this episode. We were, you know, speaking with them, you know, Dewana, who was our wonderful guest when we were talking about Emmys and fashion and everything wonderful. And Malcolm, cousin Malcolm, when we were talking really about, you know, the spirit and chakras, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was going to say, honey, just being on that right path, you know, And and it was, that was, that was definitely about the higher vibrations. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when we were kind of discussing this episode, Monique and I, we made sure to kind of take a, a quick like roll call in our head about everyone we knew who had either been a caregiver, knew a family member who was caregiving. And we were like, wow. Um, and so uh, we asked um, Cousin Malcolm a question about, about caregiving, um, you know, And I asked, you know, about self-care and he reminded me with his wisdom that self-care is as important as oxygen. You know, even the smallest self-care helps you stay in the frequency of gratitude, not the frequency of burned out. You know, caregiver burnout is the death of all possibilities. So, you know, I was really like, 
oh, leave it to Malcolm to be really, you know, profound and, you know, make you think because, you know, as we'll hear on this evening's episode, um, you know, it, it is easy in it to get burned out. And there is a lot that comes at you um, being a family uh, caregiver. And then, exactly. De- <laughs> and then Dewana, uh, you know, we asked her the question about, you know, kind of the joy or what kind of pleasure she got out of being a caregiver. And she let us know that being a caregiver for her um, is, you know, especially being a caregiver to your parents is returning the love that they gave raising you, but you get a sassy adolescent back in return. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I say, yeah, that's about right. You know, if you've been in that caregiving situation, especially if it's your parent, uh, you know, the roles change, the energy is different. And depending on what their ailment is, honey, they get, they get, <laughs> they get feisty. They, they, so. they get a little crotchety. Yeah. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Ooh, I'm, Y'all I'm, could Google that word. I'm being grateful. I'm being grateful, Webster's Monica. Dictionary. Monica, you, you trying to get me out of being, you trying to get me to be. <laughs> I'm just saying. Girl, I, girl, anyway, I love you. I love you. That's all I can say on that one. Yes, that word, that word. Uh, but with all that being said, though, you know, caregiving is beautiful. So I'm going to now uh, let Monica tell us about our exciting guest and what to look forward to on this episode, because it is all about family uh, caregiving. I was going to say self-care. I'm like, it's family caregiving. <laughs> okay. So our guest is Sakina. She is my cousin. She is an amazing woman, uh, born and raised in Boston, but with Southern roots. Um, And she has both an undergrad and a master's from the University of Southern Alabama and is also a member of the illustrious Pink and Green, a.k.a. Sorority. And, you know, I've always considered her like a big sister. We have that Leo Lioness bond. So y'all don't come for us, okay? Um, But with all that, her life's work is helping um, people young and old. And this season of her life um, has been the most important role as she is currently the caregiver for her mother, which is my aunt. And so with that being said, did you have anything else to add to? You know what, Monique, you summed up everything. I just want to... you know, you let people know that she had a master's. It's a master's in counseling. So she is coming with a really um, educated perspective on this. Um, and just, I think, one of our most candid and illuminating conversations because because she is family. This is a family conversation. So, you know, it's still going to be light and funny because, you know, this... <laughs> I mean, because we are who we are, you know, honey, aunties, we get together, we laugh and we cry, but it's going to definitely be real. And I guarantee you will be thinking about something in a totally different way once you're done hearing this. That's that's really all I have to say. Like, it's it's that kind of conversation. So without further ado, enjoy. Finally. Hello, ladies. Hey. Hello. <laughs> We are Monica. Yeah. We yes, are so yes. pumped to have you on here. Girl, you know what? It has been so long. I don't want to go too old school, but 
it is really nice oh, to because I ain't seen you. I know that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. I'm like, it's been this a is while. I had children, and I have a yes. 15 and a 14 year old now. Oh, so. I, every time, every time Onika says that to me, and she shows mm-hmm. me like pictures, I'm like, you know, well done, Mama. Okay, that's all Thank I have to you. say to you. I Thank mean, you. and I, I still think about that trip and that beautiful weeping willow that was in oh, your yeah. yard i was just yeah. like you guys show me so much southern hospitality but okay hey, girl, we're... <laughs> we were so happy to have you we were you have to come back you have oh, to you know Look, i'm gonna be tagging 2023 i'm gonna tag along with monique because you know she's always coming down to see her people yeah, <laughs> yeah i'll be glad when she gets her butt down south though <laughs> I said now see that's a whole nother conversation I but... know I know well she knows she knows <laughs> so the south, the south is where it's at hmm, or so I've heard so now <laughs> <laughs> you, you know yeah you know I've heard I've heard some things but but I will say though in preparation for this night because I just knew that it's going to be amazing just the realness mm-hmm. of the conversation and I really appreciate you and I know Monica obviously that's your people so you know she always got love for you but I appreciate you coming on and really getting ready to share something that is really personal because I definitely think that it'll help people I think that is something that we're not talking enough about Um, you know it kind of just falls in everyone's lap and so I'm really really interested to get your perspective on things I've already started burning my holy woods around here so I keep my vibe and the energy right and that we're able to receive burning right now yes yes so Mm -hmm. that we you know so that we are on you know one accord on this thing so you know without without further ado we know that this is uh national family caregiver appreciation month and we do have with us Sakina and so we're just going to start off I just want to know how long have you been a caregiver at this point oh my god um my oldest is 16 so it was 10 years ago that my mom had been no it was a little young officially diagnosed with Alzheimer's dementia okay um so it's been about 10 11 years um it's all been such a blur you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it happened so fast and the next thing I know it was like mom was forgetting stuff there was little things that were going on um Mm -hmm. hygiene little things that you know that your person your mom your dad were up on she stopped paying her bills and you know just all kinds of little things that I knew just weren't right Mm. and um I would take her to the doctor, but she would fool them on those little memory tests. Okay, Ooh, I get it. Yeah. I get I'm like my grandma, my mother's mom. She would fool yeah. them. It sounds yes. like the, the ladies I know. I'm like, oh yeah, they know how to be charming. They okay, know how I... to, they know it. They know <laughs> yes. it. And I would always, you know, okay, so she's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, mom started taking. My mother was diagnosed with bipolar disorder back in 2004. So she stopped taking her medication around this time too. Mm. Um, it ended up with me having to probate her in order to get some help. Okay. And what that means is I had to basically go to the courts and say, my mom is not well and I need some assistance. She's not taking her medication. So um, they sent her up the road to this Alzheimer's. It was a, It ended up being an Alzheimer's unit 
Mm. And that was back in um, 2012. Yeah. Okay. Around about that time. Mm. Um, that's when they finally diagnosed her with the Alzheimer's. And that's when it started to be 24, not quite 24 hour care, Mm -hmm. but she was not allowed to cook meals. She was Mm -hmm. not allowed to handle her medication. Basically, I had to take over with everything. With everything. And that just kind of dropped into your lap because then that that gets into one of the questions I, I had because, you know, I'm dealing with my own aging parents and, you know, a father that's passed away. So I get it. The caregiving part with my dad, I didn't have to be so cognizant of because my sister, uh, you know, I have an older sister who she did all that heavy lifting. So I really didn't have a reality of what was going on. And I was dealing with my own health um, at that time uh, when, mm-hmm. when the caregiving was necessary. And I know for Monica, she's the oldest. So I don't, you know, I don't know if she, you know, even thinks about you know the responsibility or what will happen you know as her you know as her mother ages so it's kind of one of those things I wanted to know did you know what you were like getting into like did you know that at some point in your life you'd be okay my mother was gonna be here forever Mm. you know what I'm saying she Mm -hmm. was born to be my my everything yep your rock yeah my rock (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and there was no way that anything like this could have ever happened to my mother and when it happened it was it blew me. It, like you said, it fell in my lap and I was stunned because I had two small children. And um, you're the only child. The only mm. child. Girl. Um, and just to be a little transparent, I was involved in a very abusive relationship. He was verbally abusive, emotionally abusive. Right. And so I was going through some stuff at the time as a single parent because he was offshore. Oh, oh, just and, sorry. My heart, my heart goes out to you. You, you. That's why I said, Sakina, you the real deal. You are mm-hmm. the real deal. You know that that fire in you, that thing, because you. That's a lot. You know, for some people, mm-hmm. just the single parent thing, they can't imagine one more thing on their plate. But then, when mm-hmm. it's your whole parent that you're having to deal with, uh, like you said, your rock. <laughs> Right, girl. I'm, I'm and your only and your only parent because mm-hmm. you, my you know, dad fa- passed father, away in yeah. ninety six, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so there was nobody else. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in Alabama, Mobile. I'm from Boston. My oh. my folks are in Boston. Her sisters are in New Jersey. So, and then the aunt that is now helping me, um, she had my grandparents to take care of them both of them were bedridden so this kind of runs <sighs> in my family we're taking okay. care of family yeah, you know so, what I was feeling like that was a cultural thing I it when is. We were getting ready to do right. that I started thinking about all the people that I know like you know just you know my sister friends and you know and my my family and I realized everyone is taking care of their their elderly their loved one yeah. it's, it's community there's no yeah. there's no one we don't want to put them in a facility like our grandma is down in Alabama my mother's mom Mm-hmm. with with family yeah because why would you I remember in our family we were very upset and getting a little personal here but you know my grandfather when he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's so I know exactly what you're going through in the mm-hmm. sense where the about the disease not your personal experience but like just how the disease like just takes it's your person tough. yeah and mm-hmm. it just and it just it it really is you. Oh, and it's it heart does. it's heartbreaking because you're seeing your loved one. I mean, sometimes there you know there's all kinds of emotions that happen mm-hmm. with with that particular oh, disease. And and so watching my grandfather, who was you know this 
like stellar figure in my life, larger than life for, for most of my cousins, a uh, pillar of the community, all of a sudden, you know, need, need help. Um, right. And his, his spouse that he was married to at the time decided to have him um, in a rehabilitation or an Alzheimer's unit, or, you know, and mm-hmm. it, it was sad. It was something that our family, his daughters, I mean, my grandfather had daughters. Everyone was willing to, and, and granddaughters, everyone was willing to step up and like have his back. But, That's you know, that, that wasn't, no, but you know what, you're, you have to have a family plan. I mean, you that do. was, exactly. that was, that's yeah. what my shout out was going to be, be at the end of the episode <laughs> is you have to talk to your people about this. You need to talk and think about what you want to do for yourself. Exactly. It's never too old, but you do need to have a clear, at least power of attorney and medical power of attorney that. and a right. DNR. I've had to, girl, I've had to learn. Mila, <laughs> we had nothing like that. My mother went, she, everything kind of just stopped. And there was no power of attorney. So here I am trying to take care of her business because she's incapacitated. Mm-hmm. And they shut down her account on me because I didn't have power of attorney. Meanwhile, I'm not working. It, it was just a mess. Getting her, uh, her benefits and whatnot taken care of, there was nothing that I could do. Mm-hmm. So I, um, we were, basically everything was just shut down. And financially it's been a struggle because I haven't been able to work um I have a master's degree mm-hmm. but um you know I'm not able I made a decision a few years ago that this is where I'm supposed to be I fought it for so long I did I mm-hmm. fought it I and this is not what I want to do I was mm-hmm. negative about it and then I looked down at my mom one day and I was like you know I tried to go to work couple of years ago it didn't work out every time I attempt to get away from where I'm supposed to be it brings me right back to caretaking my mom taking care of my mom Mm -hmm. and I look at her every day and I just feel blessed to be a part of this part of you know it's difficult because you're grieving Mm -hmm. at the same time but we're making memories Mm -hmm. in that you know, she's there, but she's not there. There are times that I can walk in the room. She's like, my baby. You know, there's my baby. <laughs> and you have her back for that moment, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then the next minute I walk in, she'll look at me like, who are you? A ghost. You know, mm-hmm. right. And um, mm-hmm. so, you know, before what I was saying about my aunt was taking care of her parents, which were my grandparents. Mm-hmm. They both passed away a week apart in 2015 oh my goodness that's that old school love that's an old school love it was Mm -hmm. they've been together forever my grandmother passed on a friday he passed the following friday Mm -hmm. and i was able to take my mother to that funeral and after that for a whole year i was alone with my mom Mm. um my my people were grieving over my grandparents Mm -hmm. and um then a year later my aunt came down and she assisted me with um getting some assistance as far as a caretaker who could come in and relieve me sometimes which is good which is good because i i'm here all the time i Mm -hmm. basically i have no life Mm -hmm. yeah your mother (laughs) is your life yeah that that is my life my Mm -hmm. children and my mother i I shouldn't Mm -hmm. say that yeah but as far as the kina's life Mm -hmm. It's been put on hold. Um, 
Go ahead. <laughs> no, because wait, you know what? You said that point, and then I was like, okay, I don't even want to get off topic, but that that is so relevant though, because. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I I think Monica got that covered later on because we definitely want to circle back to that because you just said it, you know, like, you know, you're still a woman in her prime, you know, and you're putting yourself on hold. And Mm -hmm. I know that right now I've had to step up uh, with my caregiving and it, (laughs) you know, yeah, there's a lot to it. Um, It is. Yeah, there's, there's more than a notion because you love this person, but you also have the dynamics of the relationship that you had. So when you said mourning, I thought, oh, I understand because yeah. in a way it's the loss of the relationship that you once had. It's, it's changing. It's evolving. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you're being the, the, the responsible party, the care, the nurture, you know, you're it's taking on that mama it's bear a, role. It's a different season. Yeah, I'm the parent. Yeah. It is. It is yeah. a different season in my life. And I wouldn't change anything now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm here. I'm dedicated. And um, it took me a long time to get to this place. But my heart is at home, and thank God and and heaven that I was able to find some work at home. So now I'm doing some work at home, mm-hmm. and um, the schedule is allowing me to do what I need to do with my mom, and also have some income coming in because I have no income because I am caretaking. Um. And like I said, when you put your life on hold, I put my career on hold, um, which was difficult mm-hmm. because I was in the prime of getting things on track the way I wanted to. I was moving in that track and then I had to stop, try to get back on. What field is that again? Oh, um, I have a master's in counseling. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so you always go nurture somebody, girl. You always, right? Yeah, help people. People. I was gonna help I people. You was gonna help people. When I was a little girl, <laughs> I was the one that nurtured the bullied kids. Mm. You know, I was that that one that always saw the one the lonely person in class and kind of took them under my wing. That was who I was, and I think that carried over into who I am as an adult. You know, mm-hmm. for sure. I like to I like to take care of people, and for a long time, you know, the youth population was my focus. Mm. I focused on um, working with juvenile offenders for female juvenile offenders for so long. Oh, you know, I remember those days. Develop, mm-hmm. I helped develop a program here in Mobile County. Um, I was a program manager of a substance abuse team program, so I've done a lot. I've worked in a methadone clinic with adults. Um, several different opportunities I've had that Mm -hmm. I've had to let go. I've had to let go over the years. And recently I interviewed for a position doing on-call crisis intervention. So pray for me, ladies. Okay. Uh, Always. I mean, (laughs) it's not just us. Now you got the whole family. I mean, you know, you got nieces, nephews, uncles, cousins, Cousins. you know. I said sister friends. Other aunties. Yes. I I mean, I need it. It's 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 an on-call position that's gonna allow me to develop and reuse the skills that I've developed over the years. Yeah, I to, mean, put that put that to work, girlfriend. Right. Oh my goodness, because you're doing. You know, like I said, that's that's a servant's heart right there. Going into counseling and going in with to to groups that are marginalized we'll just say right. that and definitely and underrepresented definitely and needed Amen. after these last yeah. two years 
Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure right now it, everything is heightened, super, yes, supercharged. It is. Especially with the holidays. Yeah, Mm. I'm ready to get in there and get my feet wet, though. And it's going to be awesome because I'll still be at home Mm. working. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to starting back to work and and the opportunity to be at home and still take care of my kids and my mom. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, I'm looking forward to it, to that opportunity. So, you know what, I want to know, Sakina, is it now possible because your children are a little bit older or because your aunt has been able to start giving you a little bit of assistance and also like some some time with your mom and also kind of showed you how to get a little bit of breathing room? Is that kind of why you've kind of figured out everything? Is that why it's kind of transitioning into what we pray is a better season for you? Well, I think it is a better season right now, just like Mm -hmm. you said, because I do my aunt my is god love her she and her husband in the last five three four years have paid for uh somebody to come in three times a week and help me so that is a blessing right there Mm -hmm. and sometimes she comes in four times a week i have my mom on the weekends and at night on those days so um, on the other days, I have her all day. Mm-hmm. But that piece really helped a lot. And that allowed me, of course, to transition to some work because mm-hmm. I have that assistance. So, I, you know, even though I have help, I'm still kind of, you know, I don't get, I don't, I, I didn't even get a chance to go to my son's football game. You know, mm-hmm. um, I've missed a lot with my kids and my daughter and I had a talk about it the other day and I asked her how does she feel about it does she feel somewhat resentful you know um she said that sometimes it can be too much but she understands you know Mm. she understands where why I do it and she says it might be hard for her she doesn't understand how I do it but you know she's like that's a lot mom you know mm-hmm. I see why you do it but I don't understand mm. and I told her you know I love you know that's my mom and I don't think anybody's gonna take care of her better than me say she that did. again oh that part. that's yeah, my cause, mantra right because yeah because yeah, that was another question we had is what you know turned you off about outside care and you know do you prefer yeah. that you know in-home care oh yes my mother went to, she got a really bad UTI. And I don't know if anybody's familiar with UTIs with elderly. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm like, girl, <laughs> go on, Sakina. Yeah. Don't don't break me down tonight. <laughs> okay, girl, because yeah. when those UTIs hit, they, they get insane. Ooh, yes, they do. Gr- gr- they transform. Do you know you won't mother, know your person? You won't know your no. people? You won't recognize them? They, no. it, it's like full possession. It's like yes, I it could is. I could I could believe historical possession was just uh-huh. someone being sick and people not actually being able to really diagnose it because the change the demeanor their the conversation their right. voice they're, they're dehydrated and it they're dehydrated and mm. mom was dehydrated going through the UTI she went into the hospital this was last year I think it was around the holiday time mm. 
And girl, I was up at that hospital every day. Mm-hmm. And then they transitioned her to a live-in kind of a nursing home for rehab. Because mm-hmm. Sometimes had... those places are worse. Skilled girl, nursing, a skilled nursing facility. I was at my mother's side every day that I could be because mm-hmm. I was afraid. I just was afraid. And mm-hmm. then turned out COVID, uh, they had an outbreak of COVID. <laughs> so two, three weeks, I couldn't go. During that time, I called every day. They told me she was doing physical therapy, that mm. she was fine. My mother came home. She couldn't walk. Mm. They had her in a wheelchair the entire mm-hmm. time. So she developed uh, what they call wheelchair legs. I, oh. I think it's called. I, I Don't quote me. It's, okay. But her legs are now contracted. She cannot limp. She can't use her legs. They are... Um, like I said, just contracted, bent. She can't straighten them. Her fingers are contracted. She cannot pick up anything. Um, so that is my concern. You know, they put her in a wheelchair for weeks at a time. And when we got her home, she was a totally different person. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, oh, sis, sis, sis. You know, yeah. it's, it's one That's of those abuse. things where we have to ring the alarm. And you know what? If you're listening now and you think... I don't know if this is a relevant conversation. It is because if you have a loved one, even if it's not your direct responsibility, this is something that you can share with the people who are in charge. These elders, they deserve it. They deserve love and dignity and respect. And when they go into these places, they are, it doesn't matter how much they smile on your face. I've had so many people smile on my face, but but the, the, the thing is you can also develop pressure wounds and pressure ulcers and they can get down to your bone Bone. infect your blood and also mess you up for six to eight weeks if you're lucky yes and take months months people develop yes oh my it's wild Mm -hmm. my mother has breakdowns right now and people don't think about it if your loved one is not moved so say they're in a rehabilitation I have center to turn her for t- every two hours mm-hmm. because if you don't, they really break down and then it they breaks do. them down and it mentally exactly. breaks them down. You right. know, some of those vacuums for the wounds you can't get up and down with. Right. And I, and we're not saying this to frighten you about aging. It's just, that, it's the realness of it. Yeah. For some people it's going to be their reality and it might not mm-hmm. be yours it could be your aunties or it could be your uncles you know right. or you could be your girlfriend's parents right. but you know have a word to give them and and really hear what's going to be a saying. be an advocate advocate for your people yes you here's Sakina's story think about what kind of friend you would want to be if your girlfriend your sister friend, your another auntie, you know, was going through this. Okay, that's my soapbox. Mm-hmm. You know, we like side right. and it doesn't even here. have to be <laughs> like you said. It doesn't even have to be an elderly person. It could mm-hmm. be there's young people who get Alzheimer's. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. Yeah, they are true. actually it's as early as 40, 45. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, the best way, you know, like I'm scared. There are times where I have forgetfulness. You know that okay. scares me. I, I, it really I, does. I and well, because so, you're looking at it in in your face. I have I have family that has had to deal with that recently, and that is kind of one right. of the things they do. You 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 question. You know every move. Like, am I forgetting something? Does this mean? Is this a sign? And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. exactly. don't put that energy. That's not for you. This you've already right. seen what this is away. like. Yeah, I had to put it away, and I've been doing puzzles. 
mm-hmm. things to keep my brain and my cousin she and you know encourages me to exercise which mm-hmm. I don't yeah, Monique is good for that. Monique is good for that. You definitely right. Yeah. She will get us moving. Now, I do want to just make sure mm-hmm. we clarify. This is caregiving for whatever reason. You know, Sakina's story is particular to Alzheimer's, and I've definitely had family impacted, and you know, we we share that. But this is for anybody. Don't think it's just because it's this one kind of thing that bed sores happen or that you can get wheelchair leg no no. this is about treatment this is is about treatment yeah Yeah, this is about caregiving you could have an aneurysm Mm -hmm. but you You can have anything yeah Yeah. right right you need to be Um, moved you need to be moved that's the yeah yeah Yeah. um i have to turn my mother every two hours because she can't turn herself Mm. and um she's got breakdowns just to you know go back mm-hmm. on the breakdown mm-hmm. and um it's you got to turn them around turn them over to each side because one story get worse and whatever and that happened at home because she's lost in a oh, year's time a lot. a lot my mother was 197 a couple of years ago and i think she's down to maybe 85 90 pounds five maybe 90 pounds probably like um, around 100 she's down about 100 oh my god oh my gosh yeah. oh my goodness because they actually will stop eating, eating. yes mm-hmm. and she has um difficulty swallowing and um so um i've got to make sure her liquids are thickened up i've got to make sure she's got the right vegetables that i need make sure it's chopped up right because i have to feed her um make sure she drinks plenty of water and uh so it's a lot it's a lot um she's incontinent so i do have to change diapers and sponge bath you know every day and so it gets down it gets you you've got to be ready to do what you need to do and 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 get in there and do it there's no hesitation that was another one of those questions we have for you i'm like uh-huh. you know as you tell your story everything that we could think to ask because you're so transparent and wonderful you're already saying yeah you're already saying <laughs> yeah. you like you you answered like well, me no you're fine i feel this is cathartic for me mm-hmm. because i need to share i don't share enough you know, and I, I talk, I really don't talk to many people. This I'm very selective in my circle right now. <laughs> and so, you know, my friends, you know, everybody's got their own life going on, you know? So a lot of times I'm sitting here with myself and, you know, reflecting and I'm learning to who I am as a person again. Um, because over the years, I've forgotten myself. You know, I've forgotten who I was as a Sakina, not the caretaker, not the mom, you know, who I am, where I was at one point, because you can get lost in your own, in your situation. So with you know? that, what do you, what do you do or what are you able to do for your, um, for your self care? Besides the times that I come down there, but <laughs> the only time that I get out is when you come down. Um, 
coaches once a year, so that should tell you something. Oh, um, that's not enough. You gotta I go know. down it's there the more, truth. Monica. Right. Yeah. Like, well, you I, I know that's terrible. Put all that pressure on my husband, <laughs> but it's the truth. She knows it. You know, I get excited when she's coming down because I know I'm gonna take some days and we're gonna go and we're gonna have a good time. Even if it's just one night she was here and we were like, let's go home. We got us a she got a pizza. I got my thing and we came to the house and we talked and relaxed and right. I needed that. I needed that. Amen. And you know I what? thank her for that. I was gonna say, Monique and honey, if we if you haven't got your flowers before, you better get them tonight because your cousin is speaking a real word. That that's the energy I like about traveling with Monique or being around her. She yeah. don't she can go with the flow. She doesn't make exactly. you feel stressed out. I don't feel it, like I have to entertain her. Mm-mm, no. no, I don't no. yeah, nobody has to entertain her. <laughs> yeah, no, she can be still or she can be busy. And if she needs to be still, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be a cool, chillax moment. I mean, and she gonna let you know when she needs to chill now. Monique do not play. She's like, look, I, I need some rest. I'm gonna say, yeah, honey, I got. But it's okay. It's okay because I look forward to that every year, and I, I, I just want her to get on down here so I can have her all the time. I'm selfish. Aren't we all? <laughs> I was like, aren't we all? You know, I was gonna say that sounds Virgo witch to me, but <laughs> no, girl, that's she, she, that's that's my that's my twin Leo, that's my big sis Leo. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, I I saw the last one. You, you ladies, you know what? A beautiful family, full of good people. I mean, I feel like that is hard to find. Where you're mm-hmm. like, oh wait, everybody's just good people. Every everybody could be your your sister friend. <laughs> and let me um stress something that I, I don't know. People know this. Monica is on my dad's side of the family because I don't want it to be misconstrued that you know I when she comes down it's like that my dad's side of the family lives here but they are not assisting me you know with my mom Mom, yeah of course yeah yeah, they they're they are older themselves Mm -hmm. here right and we recently lost our grandmother a couple years ago Mm -hmm. um we were talking about breakdowns you know she had a, a breakdown you know right. in terms of her skin and, and developed se- sepsis and so you know you just got to be careful with your you, folks you do okay yeah. so then you, we appreciate your time we know that you are busy but I do uh-huh. want to just ask a few more things including you know you kind of already giving it I didn't really need to stop your flow but it was kind of like we wanted to know like what advice or what would you have wanted to know when you were first getting into this? Like, please share your knowledge. Power of attorney. Um, mm. I wish we had established power of attorney. Mm. I wish my mom had talked. We had that discussion because you always think, you're, like I said, your parents going to be there forever. But y'all mm. have to remember, this is the, our oldest, the baby boomers, mm-hmm. the oldest population. These are our parents, you know, I, my parents you know I'm a mm-hmm. 70s baby so mm-hmm. the baby borns you know yeah. that's those are our parents right now and they're getting sick they're getting older and you know I wish we had thought about that you know what would happen but we'd always just thought I guess things would be okay things were going to keep rolling but I, talk to your parent about what ifs Mm. You know, and it might be hard to open up that discussion, but 
it's do it necessary. before it's too late. My mother <laughs> is only 74 years old. She's a sprite, young, 74 years old. When I tell you this woman was independent. I-N-D-E-P. Um, no, she, she was all that. She was all that. You and know, she, she would moved. tell you off. Uh-huh. Oh, those are my favorite kind of moms. <laughs> yeah. I like that, honey. Sprinkle some Jesus and in there with that tell-off. Yes. That's a yes. little mama. Okay. She, like I said, she was just a down-to-earth real woman. And she mm-hmm. had her struggles over the years. Mm-hmm. But she had come into her own. And I was envious of her that she, you know, my mom had it going on. Okay. You know? mm-hmm. And so, like I said, talk to her. Talk to your mom. Talk to your dad you know whomever is in your, your life your siblings your mm-hmm. siblings find out who's going to do what mm-hmm. are y'all going to come together are you going to share the responsibility am mm-hmm. i going to be the one that's going to be doing it? are we going to put her in a home you right. know what mm-hmm. can we do do we have do, do they have uh medicare do they have med you know what type of, of medical what type long-term. of medical long-term care do they have you know, my mom just happens to be okay. She had, a, she retired from the post office, which is a federal job. Mm-hmm. She has BA. My dad was a, a, a disabled vet. She's got her retirement as well as her um, social security. Mm-hmm. So she's straight. She could be in a home right now. I just don't want, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. No, I don't blame you. You know what? And by that, you're probably, I mean, I'm, being real here, you probably saving her life and extending her days. Right. You know, that you know, there's something about your family. I feel like, especially with our culture. Yeah. And yeah. with all time, you have to be able to see your people, you know, see them. But our culture, especially like you said, that's the beautiful thing when I was thinking of this national month. I'm like, this this for all my peoples. You know, yeah. we should all take a vow. Nobody nobody throws, you know, Big Mama, Granny, Grandma, me, Ma, sure into the into the home. Why? It's like you you stop loving her. It's right. like it's like all them deer she made greens, or maybe she did. Maybe she cussed you out. Maybe she taught you how to play cards. Whatever <laughs> your person <laughs> Whatever was, the case may yeah, be. Right. it's like right. all of a sudden it doesn't matter. No, it does, right. and we see you and we celebrate you. And I, to me, I love this about Black culture. But I love this about I feel like I feel like ethnic people. I feel like ethnic people everywhere yeah. are taking mm-hmm. care of their people. It's the Asian. circle of life. Take care of their Heck own. yeah. Hispanics. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're there for our people. People. Why would I mean why wouldn't you? It's like mm-hmm. I mean, like, no, I you know, no. I just I love that. I love that. It's it's the circle of life, you know. It I is. mean, you respect your elders. I feel like your children getting a chance to see their grandmother, even age, even if right now they don't understand all the nuances. They don't. But they can reflect on it, honey. They when, will when, reflect and, that, and, and appreciate it later. Yes, they, they will. Because they see their mom say, have the discussion, mm. you know, um, have a plan, talk to your brothers and sisters, talk to your family, see how you're going to deal with the issue, you know, exactly. because was- I, if I had that opportunity, my mom and I would have had that discussion, you know, yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have, you know, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have felt so like, damn, what the hell? Mm. I think I would have been more prepared 
Mm-hmm. Well, you know. mm-hmm. girl, so, um, I people better hear it. now. I, I, you know, I love to reiterate a good point. So let me mm-hmm. go ahead and sidebar and reiterate on. I hear Sakina when she's telling you these facts, people. And if you're a parent, it doesn't matter if you're 30. It doesn't matter if you're 25. If you're a parent, you need to have a plan in place mm-hmm. legally for your child. Do not and say... And I gotta do that. Yeah, do mm-hmm. not say, my people will take care of them. Do not say, have mm-hmm. it. If it if you want your cousin to take care of them, you ask her, let her know, and you put that in writing somewhere right. so that they don't have to fight with the court because certain things you think are so simple. You know, Sakina oh, let not. you know that it was very difficult for mm-hmm. her to go in and, and take over. And her mom, as an only child, I'm sure has every intention of having her be the power of attorney and to handle right. everything because who else besides what you raised, groomed, and loved would you trust your whole future with, right? And right. Sakina had to fight for that. So that also takes money, time. And and then then the courts and the governments gets involved. And that's never and, a good oh, thing yeah. when we're dealing with our people. Right. So, and they you know. want to know where every penny goes. Yep. Because mm-hmm. that's what we had to do is guardianship, just to put this in. Because there was no power of attorney, guardianship had to be established. And with guardianship, the courts are involved, okay? Mm-hmm. When the courts are involved, you have to do monthly reports of where that person's monthly income is going, okay? That means every dime needs to be accounted for. Ooh, and you don't, oh my and goodness, you already like know I said, me. If you don't mm-hmm. want the government involved, get your papers together. Get your get papers them together. Fast, papers quick. together. Exactly. And in a hurry. I like, okay, sorry. I mean that, but like I said, that was a point I think is so worth reiterating because sometimes people think, oh, I, it doesn't matter. It does. No, it does. It does. It does. It does. It does. They didn't care that that was, I was that her daughter. You no, know, it didn't make no. a difference. So, and medical power of attorney, I also want to stress that as well. Because, mm-hmm. you know, power of attorney does give you rights. But it, believe it or not, the medical, you know, our medical system, man, it is, it can get real tricky here. It's because, convoluted, yeah, <laughs> to I said, say the least. Yeah. yeah, and make sure you have that DNR in place and you understand what, I mean, um, that dude, yeah, do not resuscitate. resuscitate make sure you're, right. yeah, you're, you know what the, your person wants to do, right? Because exactly. don't assume and, and also know if they want blood transfusion, if they want blood platelets. There's so many right. little things. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just start bringing it up. I know for me, my parents well, my dad was, he was very organized. So his, you know, so he made it easy. My mom has gotten that way, but it was always an uncomfortable top topic to bring up. Yeah. Like for, I don't yeah. know if she thought I was trying to push her out into heaven or something. I want her to meet <laughs> Jesus tomorrow after we had the conversation. Like right. sister girl be in her feelings. So I was like, oh, you know, we have to dance around the topic. But the reality is it, it's the nicest, kindest thing you can do for your loved one. Yeah. you know and that's just that's simply put you know what it's mm-hmm. it's the kindest thing i mean it's that's, the kindest a thing. that's a ease too that's a gift you, you can get for the holidays say it, it. Get, your, get your paperwork yeah. together get Woo! your paperwork together okay. <laughs> you don't want them folks in your, in your business Mm-mm. no 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 reiterate that you do not want them folks in your business, because your business <laughs> look, you could because your business becomes their business, which is exactly. And if I had to do it over a PA mm-hmm. versus what we're doing now, I would I would definitely talk. 
PA all day. PA all day. And people think, day. It, people think it's really difficult. You can. It's not. Yeah, I was going to say, you could even get a, like a, you know, I'm not endorsing anyone, but you could get something like Susie Ormond. You know, <laughs> she has a packet that has all those documents. You order, you know, pay the 150 the 79 whatever special she's running. You get it. You have that legally notarized or taken care of. Boom, That's bam, all done. you got to do. Done. 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 Mm-hmm. done. Right. Your family. Do you know how much you time you saved your family, your caregivers? Yeah. If you yeah. were going to leave them something, they'll be able to get it because it won't be all in pro. It won't be messed up. Do right. it. Do right. it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Probate. Banks. Yeah, all thank that. You. The money. A trust. You know. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and I see, I think that's the part that we also, you know, we weren't maybe talking about, but I'm so happy we're talking about the dollars and the cents of being a caregiver because you're as a caregiver, you're, you know, thankfully a blessing that came out of this pandemic is a lot of people are able to work remotely. That's right. You were, you know, it, it helped your situation. But the thing is, you usually have to make a hard choice. You're, you're choosing your employment and a salary or your loved one or your family. And to me, you know, that is a difficult decision, especially as a parent, I would imagine. But I'm saying it doesn't even feel like one because we know that your job will go will move on and keep right. being amazing or keep exactly. being a hellhole without you. They won't think mm-hmm. twice about you. But if you let your parent and I made this mistake when my father was sick and like I said, mm-hmm. my sister was caregiving. I my dad wanted us to go just on one one final little trip together to see some of his people before he was done and I remember thinking oh you know there was a big event at my job and I said oh no I'm a you know I will you know I can't go I can't get the time off dad it's not approved so he and my sister went you know they they had all kind of adventures you know they called me along the way and you know I miss being there but do you understand that by the end of the year my dad was gone that place I, since then, I was able mm-hmm. to watch them uh, let people off during this sacred time, um, uh-huh. even management, even upper execs. People were living their lives. I was the only right. full subscribing to that. So when I think about choosing your job or your family, your parents, and I know people are like, well, you have to make money. You have to live. Yes. But I'm going to tell you this. Don't do it at the cost of your loved one, especially if you have a close relationship with them. You know, I mean, everybody's relationships are different, but what I love about the people that I attract, my sister, girlfriends, uh, are that everyone has a relationship with their mom and it's not a toxic relationship. Sometimes they're complicated, but they're far oh, from yeah. toxic, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's right. important. They have mothers that love them, prayed for them, spoke life into them. And that that makes such a difference with the kind of women, you know, that we that I deal with. And so I'm very it's it's Thanksgiving. Sorry. So I it guess is. I sidebarred, but I wanted to say that's I am okay, grateful babe. and thankful for that. You know, and I definitely Sakina, you're in that in that circle. And it just Thank I you. really, really appreciate you taking the time to you know, share your story with us and hopefully you'll come back because there is an Alzheimer's awareness month and, you know, maybe you'll come in, we'll share, maybe we'll get Malcolm back in here on that. Um, You know, he had his thoughts. We can do a a cousin's episode. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That would be so fun. I enjoyed Malcolm. I enjoyed (laughs) Malcolm and Malcolm and reinforced. Well, I received a book and Malcolm Mm -hmm. talked about it. Astra had given me a book back in 2015, 16, Mm -hmm. Yes. That I never read. Mm-hmm. And I finished it in one night the other day. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, so isn't it timing? December 6, 2015, she gave me this book. It's all about it timing. It's called mm. You Can Hear Your Life, Louise Hayes. Mm. And um, I want to thank her for that, I'm Monica. Um, You're welcome. I, I keep slipping. <laughs> other slipping no but that's all right. Um, <laughs> I keep slipping. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but really helps in terms of uh, manifesting and healing and aligning yourself with, you know, developing, figuring out who you are. And this book really helped me to look at my situation and, 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 you know, be grateful for where I am today. Despite Mm. what's going on, I'm grateful to be here with my mother and I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it. And mm. just like you said about, um, you know, putting your job and letting it go. I had to let that job go that uh-huh. I had at the methadone clinic. You know, it was getting in the way of my care for my mom. And Amen. then when the epidemic came, it became a health issue mm-hmm. for me to be at that job because I couldn't bring anything home. Say it. I, whoo, honey, I mean, if you only knew how, you make me want to get just the saying amen spirit up here, Sakina, because well, when you said right. when you said making that choice to isolate and or to not bring home anything to your parent, mm-hmm. people don't get it. But like I said, everyone loves differently, but I love mine enough to not put them in harm's way because I want them here every mm-hmm. minute that I can have them. So, Oh my goodness. Okay. So Monica. Yes. Since we've all kind of said things that we're thankful for, like I said, I'm thankful for you ladies. I'm thankful for the ladies in my sister circle, just blessings to you all this. What are you thankful for? I want to give you a moment because we, you've blessed, you blessed our world. We've shouted you out as well. Oh yeah, honey. So yeah. So (laughs) you let us know. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're going to make me cry. I'm, I'm too. I'm thankful for my family. I mean, honestly, yes. The support I have in my family and then my close friends, my best friends that I call my family. I'm mm. I'm grateful for y'all. So Oh wait, we are the <laughs> this is the Thanksgiving. They don't go, Oh my goodness. Well, you know, Mila and Monica, we have feelings too. <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness. Yes. And you know, this yeah. is the spirit. This is the season. I said it's very easy to look around and be overwhelmed what's happening out in the world. But that is not that is not our reality. You know, it doesn't no. have to be. Let's kind of look and focus on the good things, the things that we are grateful for, the blessings that we know we have, you know, not just, not just life. I mean, because we're here, but you know, let's, let's, you know, like I said, if we give ourselves a moment, there's a thousand reasons. And so I'm just, I'm just so like everyone is, we're, we're feeling that lovey dovey feeling, but um, on that, (laughs) but on that. I feel good because like I said, I don't get a chance to really talk about what's going on you know right. uh, well don't. we appreciate you for sharing now Monica is there anything that I am forgetting no that's everything everybody enjoy their families for these few days that you've had off or mm-hmm. still having off mm-hmm. <laughs> rest relax enjoy have a libation or two. <laughs> or two. Or three. Yes. How about that? that sounds like the best. Happy holidays. 
Monica, where can they find us again? They can find us on Anchor, Spotify, and now iTunes. Mm. And please like, share, subscribe, and leave us a comment. You can shoot us an email or a voice message if you'd mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. And with all that, love and gratitude. <laughs> Remember to call your aunties or your girlfriends and say hi. <laughs> Bye.